0: welcome to the nun report bringing your regular dose of truth freedom and weirdness with your host dan thanks for tuning in today it's uh friday and i've been out for a few days just a a bit of a warning i have a i've had a, a bit of a cold major throat issue that's going on so we will see if i make it through this show and how far i make it through this show if it's uh just garbage. I'm not going to put it out there. The reason I haven't been on the last few days is I didn't want to put together something that was uh, subpar, I wasn't feeling good, I wasn't sounding good. And so please uh, forgive me. I'm going to try to get through this. If you hear me clear my throat once in a while or uh, hit the mute button once in a while, at least you know why. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyway. We'll see how far I go. I'm probably not going to go a full thirty or forty minutes. You know, maybe I'll I'll be able to last uh, ten or fifteen, but that's okay. I have a whole list of topics, so I'm prepared to go for ten minutes. I'm prepared to go for an hour. It all depends on how things go. Again, thank you for watching. It's Friday. Get ready for the weekend, and uh, I'm gonna just rest and relax and try to finish knocking off this cold. But I did want to pound out one show here this week before the weekend hit, and th- the fact is. Biden is a racist. There, there is no, he, he's always been a racist. His, his, he's historically been a racist. He's made racial comments throughout his entire career. And the irony is, is he's president for the party that claims to be the party of diversity and anti-racist. And Karine Jean-Pierre, she gets up there every day and defends him even though she is completely against racism. And I'm going to show you some clips on that and some of Karine Jean-Pierre's history. We'll show you some of Biden's history. This came up because he made some comments over the last few days that, that hit my radar that reminded me, oh, yeah, this guy's a friggin' racist. And there's some things that I think people need to be reminded of on a regular basis. This is one of them. That this man made it into office in a position as... Uh, supposedly the most powerful man in the world, although one could argue with uh, Xi Jinping Jinping now uh, leading China and the rise of China happening, whether the president of the United States is in fact the most powerful man in the world. He may command the most powerful military in the world, but is he in fact the most powerful man in the world? Um, I guess that's a question that, that should probably be discussed. But not today. One thing we do know about Biden is he's a racist. We know that he's weak. We know that he's feeble. We know that he was uh, the election was rigged and it was rigged on the front side with the uh, redaction and, and, and suppression of information that people should have known before the election that would have made a different decision. If we have time, we're going to get into another person who's completely unqualified to hold an office in the United States, and that's John Fetterman. The fact that this guy was elected, unbelievable. He had a stroke. He couldn't even talk. He couldn't hear words. I guess he hears words like the Peanuts teacher. Wah, 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 wah. He can't even decipher things. That's why he has to read. And then when he tries to speak, he can't get a sentence out. The guy has no business being in the Senate, okay? And now, well, the issues continue. And we'll talk about that. If we have time, I'm going to uh, throw down a couple of little clips that I came across this week that I found either humorous or ironic or both. <clears throat> Again, excuse me. I don't know if I'm going to make it through here or not, but I'm going to give it a try. Please bear with me. You've all been there. Uh, maybe you haven't had to give a talk while you were there, but, but I'm going to attempt to do it today. Anyway, earlier this week, this was President Joe Biden, and everybody knows whether it's a stereotype or an actual racist comment, what that is. But this man is so stupid and so arrogant. And I'm sure he's been told by his handlers over and over again, do not use this term. Do not use this term. But the problem is, it's who he is. He is not going to not use a term that's so deeply saturated within his being and his persona of who he is it just comes out naturally because the guy's a natural racist and he has been his entire life. Um, I, one could argue that the Democratic Party in whole is actually racism, full of racism. Uh, the true racists, the true founders of the Ku Klux Klan, the true founders who didn't want to, or the true party that did not want to let black people vote, the true party that didn't want to let women vote. The true party... that did more for racial segregation in this country than any other party. I mean, that's just a fact. And people can put their heads in the sand or not. But on with the show, more video and less talking means we might get further along in this with the condition of my throat right now. So uh, let's check this out. Biden said this earlier this week.
1: And you got a hell of a new governor in Westmore, I tell you. (laughs) He's the real deal, and the boy looked like he can still play. (laughs) He got some guns on him.
0: Now, in case you don't know, this governor is black, and Biden refers to him as boy. The boy can still play. The boy's got some guns on him. That's a racist remark. And if any Republican said that, if Donald Trump said that, when they were describing a person of color, the media, it would be front page media, it would be on every single newscast that day and they'd be talking about it for days. But somehow, this old racist has been, and bigot and crook, has been getting away with it for his entire career. It's unbelievable. And that's not the first time he's used that term. Back in the response of Hurricane Ida, he went up and gave. A, uh, they did a meeting with uh, all the, you know, all the powers that be that were involved in it to, to in response to the disaster. And of course, they filmed it as a PR stunt to show that Biden was a, a leader and that he was doing something about it. Listen to this.
1: That's okay with you all. Y'all. And thanks for joining me. I'm here. Uh, uh,
0: okay, first of all, he doesn't talk like that. Y'all. He said that because he's addressing people that are primarily black. That's racist. Just talk how you talk. Oh, but that is how he talks because he's a racist.
1: The F- FEMA, on, uh, uh, FEMA director is on. FEMA director, Chris Wells, she, she's on. And I'm here with uh, with my senior advisor, and uh, boy, who knows Louisiana very, very well, and uh, boy, who knows Louisiana very, very well, and uh, boy, who knows Louisiana very, very well, man, and in New Orleans, uh, and Cedric uh, Critchman.
0: Do you see the look on his on the on his advisor's face right there? As soon as he said, "A boy who knows Louisiana very well," he like. Did you just say that? Because the guy's black. He tries to he tries to hide it. He recovers really well. But right when Biden said, let's watch it one more time because I want you to catch this.
1: That's okay with you all. And thanks for joining me. I'm here. Uh, uh, the F- FEMA director is on. FEMA director, Chris Wells, she's on. And I'm here with with my senior advisor and uh, boy who knows Louisiana very, very well. And, uh, you see boy that who knows Louisiana very, very well. And,
0: uh, <clears throat> just a very subtle head turn. Like, wow. He just said that this stuff just flows out of his mouth. Spartacus back in the, uh, back in the campaign when Cory Booker thought he could actually run for president. And, uh, I like to call him Spartacus because he likes to call himself Spartacus. He explains why, how boy is a very derogatory term
2: and should never be used. And he, it's specifically about Biden. As a black man in America, I know the deeply harmful and hurtful uh, usage of the word boy and how it was used to to dehumanize and degrade. Um, I know that segregation is like the two people he were talking about through their laws and their language. Uh, deeply wounded this nation, and the present-day manifestations of their work can still be seen in black and brown communities like the one I go home to. Uh, I know that somebody running for president of the United States, somebody running to be the leader of our party, should know that using the word boy in the way he did uh, can cause hurt and pain, and we need a presidential nominee and the leader of our party to be sensitive to that. And the last thing I know is is... I know that I was raised to speak truth to power and that I will never apologize for doing that. And Vice President Biden shouldn't need this lesson. No, he shouldn't need this lesson.
0: That was in 2019. But as I said, because it's so... No, he shouldn't need this lesson. That was in 2019. But as I said, because it's so ingrained in the person that he is, and the little man that he became. He can't not do it. He sees people of color as inferior people. He uses derogatory terms about them all the time, whether it's directly implied or stereotypical. So here's a montage of Biden doing exactly that and um let's let you be the judge and this is just a sampling these are the ones that are readily available there are dozens of biden references that are racial check this already
1: have a nigger mayor we don't need any more nigger big shots i learned a lot and i learned that uh and corn pop was a bad dude I think the two-party system is good for the South and good for the Negro, good for the black in the South. Um, and uh, uh, other than the fact that they still call me boy, I don't think they've... I think they've changed their mind about that. <laughs> hey, if Haiti just quietly sunk into the Caribbean or rose up 300 feet, it wouldn't matter a whole but lot. Is it because blacks are involved in Haiti? <clears throat> I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American. Yeah who is articulate and bright and, and, and clean and nice-looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a storybook, man. Yeah. He's gonna let the big banks once again write their own rules. Unchain Wall Street. They're gonna put you all back in chains. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more questions. I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you
3: ain't black. Joe has a terrible history in the black community and everybody just loves him because he's the fluffy old guy.
0: He does have a terrible history in the black community. You don't have to believe me. There's the words out of his mouth right there. I've given you Multiple examples now, over a dozen, spanning his entire career. This is not the regime of equity. They like to say, we're the most diversified administration ever. No, you're not. You're the dumbest, most idiotic, ridiculous administration ever. And you're putting this country in danger. Because you're trying to overcompensate for the fact that your leader is naturally a racist and you need to overcome that trying to be woke, trying to follow the political tides, trying to present himself as, as he represents the black community and he doesn't please tell me if you're a liberal or a Democrat, let me know how exactly is your life better after Democrats being in power at any time in history? not just Biden, at any time in history. How have your communities been raised up? How has the crime rate gone down? How has the incarceration rate decreased? How has financial success increased? Because of Democrats. I'd like to know. Because if you can cite an example... I'd like to hear it. And if you can't, why the hell do you keep voting for them? They're the party of oppression. And the party of segregation. And division. That's where the Democrat Party has become. And to some extent, that's where it's always been. And you can't deny it. I mean, even Kamala Harris, I mean, back in the 2019 campaign when she thought she could be president, she sat there and called Biden a segregationist that, and he refused to apologize for segregating people during the whole busing thing in the seventies. She, he refused to do it and she called him out on it.
3: ...of segregationists, of people who, if they had their way, I would literally not be standing here as a member of the United States Senate, it is, I think, um, it's just, it's misinformed and it's wrong. Should Should he apologize for that? He's going to have to make that decision. But, you know, let's be very clear that the, the, the senators that he is speaking of with such adoration are individuals who made and built their reputation on segregation. The Ku Klux Klan celebrated the election of one of them. So
0: this is a very serious matter. So serious that she became his vice president. Because after all, with these people, power, and the acquisition of Trump's principles, every single time. Every single time with these people. It's about absolute power, absolute control. And the principles, while they may be there, They're secondary. They're a secondary priority because the main priority is to get into power. And you see it with them over and over again. You see it with Fetterman. You see it with Biden. You've seen it with with every Democrat that's out there. And then who could forget this good one? This is an oldie, but a goodie. He refers to, now there's three, three people up there. He says, two of them look like they could play ball And one of them looks like he could blow something up. Why? Why would he immediately associate being an athlete with being black? That's a racist stereotype. Again, from the horse's ass himself.
1: The three congressmen you have here, two of them look like they could... they really could and did play ball, and the other one looks like he could bomb you. The three congressmen you have here, two of them look like they could, they really could and did play ball, and the other one looks like he could bomb you.
0: That's our president. Why does the minority community support him? He's responsible, too, by the way, for passing a crime law in 1994 that increased dramatically the incarceration rate of black people as well as extending their stay throughout his entire career this man has demonstrated that he believes black people are inferior and that or that he's superior but what's the difference Who could forget this one? In 1977, Biden said integrating black students would turn schools into a jungle, a racial jungle. Hmm. I don't want my children to grow up in a jungle, a racist jungle, a racial jungle, he said. Joe Biden's controversial remarks on Friday morning where he told millions of black Americans across the country, they ain't black if they support President Trump over him. Remember that one too? It was in the montage that I put out. And so I just put this out to, to remind people. These are all historical facts. This is not opinion. Okay, these are things that happen. Things that Biden actually either did or said. Because it's who he is. Then we have uh, Corrie Jean-Pierre. We're going to hear from her because this is before she became press secretary. She marches up there every day, pretty much, gets on the podium and defends a man who's perhaps, well, definitely in modern times, the biggest racist to inhabit the Oval Office. gets up there every day and defends him this is what she thought about everybody before him
3: Racism, sexism, misogyny, all of that, homophobia, xenophobia, we we connected to Donald Trump, but it existed before Donald Trump. Fox News was racist before coronavirus. They are racist during the coronavirus. Fox News will be racist after the coronavirus. Racism was was here before Donald Trump, and uh, sadly, it will be here after (laughs) Donald Trump. It walks like a racist, talks like a racist, acts like a racist. It is a racist. And we have a racist president in the White House who really pushes his race racism like a peacock. Donald Trump is the first president to have purposefully had made has made racism the center of his, of his campaign, of his administration, clearly. I think Donald Trump wants to get rid of legal immigration, and it's because of people who come from brown and black countries. He might do away with DACA, which is another moral line that he would be crossing, which is something that would be enforcing, advancing a sub- white supremacy agenda. Donald Trump was a white supremacist in 2011 when he decided to be the grand wizard of the birther movement. Birtherism, which is inherently racist, they want to put up these awkward Voter registration, voter suppression laws, which is racism, to make it difficult for people of color to vote. Voter suppression is racism. That's exactly what it is. Xenophobia and racism has always played a role in outbreaks. If you look at SARS, if you look at Ebola, if you look at yellow fever or Spanish flu. We've been talking about the coronavirus and how it is an epidemic in this country, which is true. But another epidemic in this country is race.
0: Maybe the reason... Her and Biden get along and she goes up there and defends them every day is because they're both racist. Quite obvious that she hates white people. And she thinks that anybody with conservative ideals is a white supremacist, and that Fox News in general, blanket statement, is racist. Basically, anybody who doesn't agree with the Democrat agenda is a racist. That's Green Jean-Pierre's view. So my question would be, who is the real racist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Time for something a little bit weird. We have truth, freedom, and weirdness on this show. And uh, the Wall Street Journal put out a story, <laughs> I can't believe it was a few days ago. So hey, basically they're saying, and you can go check out the story. I didn't. I didn't read the entire story because there's a paywall and I'm not going to give them any of my money even if it's for research. But uh, I got the gist of it and I saw clips of the of the, of the article. And it's, uh, I mean, basically they're saying, hey, struggling right now financially? Have you tried starving yourself? Just eat less, skip breakfast. Heck, and if you're really bad off, maybe skip dinner too. Just have a little meal in the beginning of the day or t- hey, bread and water is cheap. Why don't you just do that? I can't believe they put that out of this article to save money. Maybe you should skip breakfast. Yeah. Maybe you should get a brain. Maybe you should figure out what the problem is and solve it. Skip breakfast. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. I had a lot of other stuff I was going to get to, but I don't think I'm going to get to it today. Um, I'll spare you the details. Um, I am going to touch on the, the Fetterman thing real quick here. Uh, John Fetterman has gone into, uh, Self admitted himself into Walter Reed National Military Hospital for depression. And they say that he could be there for several weeks or even more. On Monday, he was evaluated, evaluated by Dr. Brian P. Monahan, the attending physician of the United States Congress. Yesterday, Dr. Monahan recommended inpatient care. So he's not just getting treated for depression, he's inpatient care. So it's pretty severe. Um, and that may be. I mean, the man has got a lot going on. He has a wife who used him and pushed him to go ahead and become elected so that she could be in a powerful position. She loves the idea of power. And she's used her husband as a vehicle to get there, much like Joe Biden did by abusing an elderly person, her husband, Joe Biden, so that she could become the first lady. That's all she cared about. I believe that Giselle Fetterman, all she cared about was being the wife of a senator. Because after Fetterman had his stroke, it caused permanent brain damage. That's become obvious now. It was obvious during the campaign. And yet he won by a fairly wide margin. I'm not a big Dr. Oz fan, but he would have been far, far better. At least he can hear and understand things. Fetterman hears things like the peanuts teacher, you know, wah, 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 wah. He can't speak a whole sentence. He loses his thought all the time, and yet he's expected to be able to go out and debate things on the Senate floor that will affect every person in this country and the world for that matter. That's who we put in there. That's who Pennsylvania put in there. Somebody with. Well, I mean, I guess they voted for Biden too. A man who's obviously experiencing dementia. Fetterman's wife tweeted after what he's been through in the past year, there's probably no one who wanted to talk about his own health less than John. I am so proud of him for asking for help and getting the care he needs. Yeah, well, you set yourself up for life. You got a good salary. You are gonna have a pension for the rest of your life. And you get to say that you're the wife of a senator. Maybe you can run next term on your husband's coattails. I'm gonna go ahead and, and wrap this up here. My throat's getting kind of harshed out. I'm sorry that there were quite a few throat clearings. It's just uh, I couldn't hit the mute button that much. There were others that you didn't hear. A couple of coughing attacks too during the videos. But I'm done, I'm gonna give you one more video before I uh, do the none better take of the day. Sorry for putting up so much video today, more than usual, but again, trying to just save my throat, my voice, and your ears. Let's begin the show, or in the show, how we began, and that's with a little bit of a montage of Joe Biden and trying to just save my throat, my voice, and your ears. Let's begin the show, or in the show, how we began, and that's with a little bit of a montage of Joe Biden.
3: The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House.
0: The
1: best way to get something done, if you, if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. From, from, uh, uh, Char- excuse me, from Charlotte, one, another line going from in Florida, down to tampa of putin's kleptocracy yeah america is a nation that can be defined in a single word i was gonna put him uh, foot, foot the idea that um los angeles and uh, and uh, um uh um what am i doing here for two reasons one to We haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is, let uh, um, me make, make say another way. But the nature, not a solid meeting with, um, with uh, the, uh, they make a very good point. Here's the deal here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do. The drivers,
0: the, um, I tell you, if that's the most effective communicator that's in the white house, we are in serious trouble, serious, more than I thought. If they actually believe that he's the best communicator in the white house, here's your none better take of the day. And, uh, First of all, I want to thank you for bearing with me. Those that listen to the whole show, dealing with a a pretty severe uh, throat deal, uh, kind of a cold that's going on. So I missed a few days and I'm back. Made it through most of the show today. Uh, Sorry for any of the throat clearings and coughs that you might have heard. Anyway, again, none better take of the day. President Biden is the racist in chief. And that's the name of the episode today because that's what he is. And... I put out several examples of it. If you didn't watch the whole show, go out and watch it. Uh, It's just a good reminder. It's a good reminder to remember what we have leading this country. And by, I mean, this is not a man of principle. This is not a man of integrity. This is a person who has put power above principle. And for some reason, a person that continues to go out there and make racist comments and slurs and stereotypes that he's been doing for his entire career. And somehow, the press just gives him a pass. The legacy media doesn't bring it up. No one brings it up. You have to go to shows like this or any of the other podcasts that are out there for anybody to really talk about it and put it in your face. The guy has always been a racist. The press gives him a free ride. I saw, I showed you all the clips from his, his mouth. So you don't have to believe me. Whether he's calling people boy, or he's going to put people back in chains, or he supported the segregation of people in busing, or the 1994 prison reform law that imprisoned more people of color than ever before. And really, it's a a sign of the Democrat Party in general. The Democrat Party is a party of oppression, segregation, and division period. Now more than ever, they always have been. Oh, don't forget. Don't forget that they're the party of the Ku Klux Klan, the party that didn't want to give black people the right to vote, the party that didn't want to give women the right to vote. That was all the Democrat party, the party that founded the KKK. But like everything that they do, they project it onto everybody else. I brought out an example of Karine Jean-Pierre. She is definitely, and then, and then I kind of made a point, you know, the reason that they, they get along, the reason she marches up there on the podium every single day and defends the largest modern day racist to ever live in the White House is because she's a racist too. Birds of a feather, they flock together. Queen Jean-Pierre believes that everybody doesn't march the party line and isn't a Democrat and doesn't believe in the things that they believe is a white supremacist or a racist, every single one of you. So really, it's it's not all that odd that she ended up in the Biden regime. Kamala Harris also talked about Biden being a racist in his history of racism during the presidential campaign in 2019 the primaries. But then, she was offered by vice president, she went ahead and did it. Because these people put power above principle. And they do it every single time. And yet people continue to vote for them. I challenge you. I challenge Democrats. I challenge people of color. Please tell me how Democrats have made your life better, how they've made your financial position better, how they've made your educational opportunities better, how they've made your crime rate less, how they've decreased your incarceration rates. Please let me know because I I, I truly want to know if, if you can cite me and show me where they have helped at any time, not just the Biden regime, but historically, I'd like to know. Anyway, thanks for watching. It's been The Nun Report. If you've just been listening on radio, renegaderadio.com or on any of the podcast channels, Apple, Google, whatever, I'm on all of them. Check me out on rumble.com slash The Nun Report so you can watch all the video I put up and the different examples that I put up today. It's important. Subscribe to the channel for free. It doesn't cost you anything. And you don't have to listen to it all you can just check out the episodes that you want. You can find me on all the social medias at The Nun Report, except TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com, and you can link into everything right there, one stop, one shop. Anyway, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.